Welcome. Another episode, Dr. James Beckett, Sports Card Insights, courtesy of Upper Deck. We've got a box break episode. A couple of Upper Deck hockey products, Artifacts, which has uh, been released a couple weeks ago. Too early, I think, for price guides, but uh, seeing some released on the out there on the secondary market, and the other is a box of OPG, which has been out for a little more than a month, so there's uh, plenty of cards out there and prices in the uh, online price guide for Beckett Media. Plenty of cards on ComC, plenty of cards on eBay, and lots of other places. So as I do, I try to compare and contrast when I have two products, try to look at uh, the differences. One's more higher end and one's more, more uh, uh, lower end, if I can say that. Uh, cheaper price point, the OPG box was running, uh, I saw as high as 60 bucks a box and as low as 40 bucks a box, but over time, you know, those, those prices bounce around. The artifacts was, I think I saw something as low as 90 and maybe as high as 120. So basically the OPG is, uh, let's just say it's half the price, half or maybe even less the price. But if it is a half price, the question would be, would I rather have two boxes of OPG or one box of artifacts? The, Cards came out as promised. Uh, they, they say what you're going to get when you open up your box. And uh, again, you don't know what players you're going to get, but it's in the hobby box of OPG. You're to expect four OPG caramels, which I got that. I actually got five, actually, because I got a, uh, a, a, a short printed one. Uh, playing cards. It said I was going to get three. I actually got four of the playing cards. Uh, gold classy parallels one. I got one of those. Retro black border pa- parallels got two of those. Yes. Blue border parallels advertised as six. I got six. Retro parallels advertised as 18. I think I got 19. So I was very pleased that I got more than I expected in the OPG box. As for the artifacts box, I think I got exactly. Again, that the OPG is 180 cards. There's 18, I believe it was 18 10 card packs. I'm only getting eight packs of four cards each on the Artifacts, and as you know from previous episodes, I'm old school. I prefer more cards. But I really like when uh, the card companies give you what they say they're going to give you. So I got the, uh, I got an, I got actually, it says autographs, memorabilia, or RM bounty cards. I got one of the RM cards, and I got two memorabilia. So I didn't get an autograph card, but I got an, a, a more limited memorabilia card, and then, uh, so I, I was pleased. Serial number cards, I did get four of those, and I got a couple players that I liked. And the Rookie Redemption, I'm looking forward to redeeming that and comparing notes with respect. And I sent in a Panini Redemption, and I'm going to follow the same kind of uh, approach with the Upper Deck, and just, it's not that I'm testing their customer service, but I'm just trying to see see what happens, see what the communication is, see what I get, see how, how uh, when it comes and how it comes. And uh, as you know, if you've been following this podcast, I do recap episodes every so often. Actually, every 20 episodes I've been doing that. And uh, some of the things that are in here that are questions, they may be answered in a future recap uh, episode, like episode 80 or 100, whatever that would be. The uh, Artifacts also has decoys in it, which I guess that's a necessary evil. I'm wondering if there's some use for for decoys, maybe they could be uh, artist uh, sketch cards because they're these beautiful uh, white, uh, thick card stock that uh, perhaps could be used for autographs or, or something else. But uh, I don't quite see the pur- I see the purpose, but uh, still, it's disappointing when you open a pack and that's what you get instead of one of the other thicker cards. Uh, artifacts, obviously, with only eight 
packs and four cards per pack, you're getting 32 cards, uh, and uh, and uh, more than half of them are are base cards. But they're it's it's a high quality high quality card and probably not a hard base card set to put together. Uh, the OPG had a lot of base cards, but they had the additional wrinkle, which I'm not sure it was advertised or it can't be fully explained on the box. But there are subtle variations in the OPG base cards where, and the thing I like about this is that you are rewarded. Oh, actually, I, I had to go to the Beckett Media uh, website. There are other places where they will list the variations uh, in in the uh, in the product. So not every card has a variation, but they have uh, old uh, team. Uh, team logos and, and uh, you know, throwback uniforms or other kinds of things, reverse negatives. What I liked about it is it added another dimension of complexity to the product for somebody that is not uh, perhaps appreciating commons and base cards as much. And there's a reward for being a bigger and better fan. If you know hockey pretty well, you'll recognize uh, the, the old logos or you'll recognize reverse negative or a uh, or a, one of the non-traditional uh jerseys or sweaters. So I like collectors and fans of the game being rewarded. OPG does that. Uh, I, I still think it's interesting that Upper Deck is the is the uh, carrying on the OPG name, but uh, it's uh, got a lot of history there, and I I was pleased. I was pleased with Open Box. Even, in fact, one of the things that really came up is whether I would rather have two boxes of OPG and uh, or one box of artifacts. The artifacts, I'm pretty sure I could get my money back were pretty close to it uh, quicker with my, because there were some uh, nicer cards that are more easily, more quickly sold. Uh, in the long term, though, there were a whole bunch of cards in the OPG box that are not expensive, but, but uh, you know, again, lots of parallels. And uh, over time, perhaps, uh, and I'm, I'm a very patient guy. So two boxes of OPG versus one box of artifacts. Uh, I might still take the artifacts, but I'm if, if the prices keep floating... Uh, it might be that I get three boxes of OPG. Now you're talking about being able to get close to a close to a set uh, of the base cards, and which I'm being a student of hockey, I I'd, 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 uh, would enjoy that, and uh, I get two or three of these box bottom panels that they have, which also is a throwback and cool uh, aspect. With uh, I think the, the hobby boxes have three, and they are uh, they're again you got you got to trim them, you've got to cut them up, but that's uh, perhaps how they're intended to do and. And, and that's the way it is. Uh, so if the price floated differently, it, like I said, I might get three boxes of OPG for my same hundred or hundred plus a little bit of, of dollars. And that, that might be more fun. So again, we don't know where the prices are going on this, but you open the cards, you get the cards and you can enjoy the cards. I had a little criticism of OPG in that the numbers, it's just, I'm, you know, when, when the numbers are somewhat small and on uh, off-white cardstock it's hard for me to to see them and uh, the sixes look like eights or zeros you know I'm just getting old but uh, so I appreciate it again I am not the typical customer uh, but I am a customer uh, again no best card in the OPG and it probably got some best cards in the artifacts but they weren't there, there wasn't anything that would have extreme bragging rights just uh, several good uh, pretty quickly saleable cards but as I said, I'm a patient guy. I think I would do better in the in the long run with two or three boxes of OPG, and I would enjoy that. So that's uh, and uh, the other thing is, I think I would make more people happy with the OPG if I were to sell uh, some of these cards. I, again, I just have a handful with artifacts. I've got a whole bunch with OPG. Uh, one of my friends said, well, "Here's what you do: 
you take those OPG cards and you put your uh, anything that's not going to sell or not worth putting on on uh, Com C for with a thirty cent. You got to mail it to them, and you got to spend thirty cents to to get it uploaded and listed. Uh, so if you have a marketplace store, which which uh, again it's more uh, bigger uh, dealers, but if you had a, enough cards, a marketplace store, you'd uh, you might put that stuff there, and over time they might sell, and then Com C would get some stuff that's worth spending thirty cents to give it a ride, and then this person was saying, and then I would. And I would do that, and then the eBay would be that person's choice for cards of uncertain value where you would hope to get a bidding war. So not a fixed price situation, but something where you're not sure how to price it, and so you'd want to go to an auction format. And and if it's, uh, uh, again, a, a pretty good card, if it was a fabulous card, uh, there's lots of other things to do there, too. Sometimes people make preemptive offers. Let's see. I... Well, I better thank our sponsors. Uh, the, uh, the obviously Upper Deck is a sponsor. Uh, thank you, Upper Deck. I had a lot of fun opening these boxes. But Tops is a sponsor as well, and they they put out great uh, products as well. Panini uh, opened some of their stuff uh, recently as well. They they uh, uh, the card companies do a great job. Uh, Burbank Sports Cards, they and uh, Mike Stadium Sports Cards, they they sell the cards. <laughs> they sell uh, uh, Upper Deck hockey and and uh, pretty much everything else. Uh, Heritage Auctions as well as Huggins and Scott auctions. Probably not as interested in brand new unopened product, but uh, they provide service in making uh, nice items and lots available to uh, to uh, the hobby at large. And then Beckett Media, which includes Beckett Grading, Beckett Authentication, and ComC. I've mentioned both of those. They they both have vehicles for how you can uh, transact your cards and put them, uh, get them into the hands of somebody else who would prefer to have them and would give you some money uh, in return. I uh, I love hockey. I don't think I've done uh, much on hockey in this podcast yet, but I, I used to have season tickets. And uh, actually, I've had season tickets more than once. My mom and dad and my brother had season tickets out in L.A. They had terrific season, fractional. They didn't have every game, but they had like uh, uh, behind the goal, uh, a number of rows up, and they got to see the and, the, and they were there when Gretzky got traded. So I went with them a couple times. That was a fabulous experience. Uh, and then I had, um, uh, when, when we had the company, we had uh, a bunch of seats right on the, kind of on the blue line, uh, facing the benches. And uh, had those for a number of years. And then after, uh, a few years ago, I went in with a couple of guys, well, three other guys, and I had one-fourth of uh, a group of four seats that were right right next to the Stars bench here in Dallas. And that they were just fabulous. You'd get... Uh, the the some fights would be right outside where we were They're crashing into the boards uh it was it was uh it was exciting and a great place to watch a hockey game and I had a chance to bring some friends who'd never been to a hockey game and they got to see <laughs> very close and personal i have another good friend who actually and this is a something i'll have to uh, give you the heads up on when i do the recap but this is a little bit of a test uh, my friend knowing that i am uh, a sports guy asked me what I thought he was going to buy the house of a hockey player. In fact, it was Tyler Sagan. And Tyler Sagan, when he signed his, he signed a big contract, then he signed an even bigger one. When he signed his biggest contract, he took this really nice house and then moved to a really, really, really nice house. But my friend bought the really nice house and asked me what I thought. And so I'm going to give you some scenarios here, and you can contemplate if you were in my friend's moccasins. And uh, I didn't necessarily predict this, and I'm not saying this is exactly what happened, but just think of it this way. 
what if you walked into this, again, very, very nice house in a good neighborhood? And again, Tyler Sagan has been the previous owner, and I don't think he was married at the time, so he was uh, a bachelor, as they say. And uh, what if you walked in and you saw that the uh, fireplace had been sort of used as a, as a coal? And so there were some black marks around the fireplace. And what if you looked at the hardwood floors and noticed a lot of scuffing and distressing? Of course, that can be fixed. What if you went in the garage and you noticed that some, possibly some hockey games had taken place, not, not on ice skates, but some uh, that you had to completely redo the garage, including drywall, including paint. In fact, as you're walking around the first floor, you're checking to see if all the walls are as they were intended or whether there's some soft spots in the, in the wall where there'd been some hip checks or body checks. So something to think about if you're buying the house of a, of a, of a, of a really good hockey player who's young and, uh, and on the rise. That is enough for today. A little bit about hockey, a little bit about the uh, uh, couple of great products that Upper Deck has come out with, and they're um, you know they've got others as well. But these are the two I'm picking on right now. Like I said, I like both, but I think the tie would go to OPG in the long run. I'll be more pleased. And uh, again, I'm more patient than than many people. So thank you for listening. Again, I've got a thousand episodes that are coming over the next few years because I'm doing 250 a year. And so I'm doing some different things. If you like the format or if you like the, uh, the, the, uh, topics that we're dealing with, uh, encourage me to be more, to do more of what you like. You can just email me at drjamesbeckett at gmail.com and let me know your, uh, your comments. I I got a, another really good email from somebody that had some other uh, show idea suggestions, and I'll incorporate them. Again, I'm doing an episode a day, so they're not going to be immediately popped in, but they'll be sprinkled in, and gradually I'll be doing more and more of what you like and perhaps less of what you don't like. But it's a, it's a big hobby, lots of sports, lots of different ways to collect and uh, trying to cover uh, what I like and, and what you like as well. So, yeah, thanks for listening. I will be back again tomorrow with another episode.